0: I sugar. I Welcome to episode 89, How to Retrain Your Brain. Hello, hello, hello. How are y'all? Who had a good Labor Day? I did. It was fantastic. My husband's parents came for the weekend and we haven't spent any length of time with anybody inside of our home <laughs> or have been in anybody else's home um since March 13th 2020 so it's been a long time since we've had sort of a weekend with people other than the five of us <laughs> and it was really really nice it was actually their 48th wedding anniversary and we gave them our master bedroom and like brought in flowers and bought little gifts for the room and my husband put chocolates on their pillows and like delivered them coffee orders and really like went all out to make it special for them um, and it was super fun. We cooked together and did some hikes and I cut my mother-in-law's hair and, and did her makeup, like and just gave her a little makeover. It was super, super fun. Um, they have been strictly social distancing and not seeing any people, um, besides doing their weekly grocery, grocery store runs and being outside in the yard. So they really appreciated it. And, It was really, really good for the kids to have other adults in the house and for us to have other adults in the house um, and different conversations and whatnot. So it was very, very lovely. I really miss that so much. So summer is over and we are into the next season, which I mentioned last week on the podcast, right? So I am really excited about what's ahead for me and my business and the amazing response that I've had for the Feel Better Now course. If you've been on my email list and maybe you've attended a free call or the feel uh, how to feel masterclass that I did last week, um, you've gotten the details about the feel better now course. But if you haven't, I am actively enrolling in a five week program called feel better now and it's going to help you learn how to feel and process your emotions now so that you can feel better no matter what is going on in the world. It's not specific related to over drinking or losing weight. It's for anybody that wants to feel better now, no matter what is what is um, happening externally in our lives with COVID and the election and going back to school and all the things, right? They have people just sort of spinning. This class is gonna help you use our current circumstances Is an opportunity to feel your feelings, process them, and then generate the feelings that you want to have to drive the actions that you want to take no matter what. So if you are interested in that, it's a five-week short, sweet, and super affordable program. There's a link here in the podcast show notes. Click through that and get all the information and sign up and join me. I'm enrolling in that until the end of September. So, and I don't think I'm going to offer it again. So if you want to get in with me at a low price for a short time, this is it. And you're going to feel better. So it's a no brainer. Um, time's going to pass anyway, right? Like (laughs) the next month or so is going to come and go and you can choose how you show up in that month and actually make your life a lot better. So I wanted to talk to you guys today about retraining your brain and I've mentioned this in episode number five of this podcast and I wanted to get a little bit more specific. I've been noticing my own brain and I'm constantly thinking about my own journey to stop over drinking and to lose weight and how I've kept that permanent in my life and it's because I've retrained my brain. It's because I've learned how to think about things differently. It's because I've learned how to feel my feelings and I get so many questions from a lot of people about not only how did I do that but how did I keep it a permanent result in my life and I didn't go back to my old ways. And it really it comes down to repetition. <laughs> repetition in a lot of different things. The first two things I'm going to talk about in this episode is repetition in learning how to feel my feelings and then repetition in thinking new thoughts. So the first for me by far the first thing that I applied in making my changes for myself and interrupting the automatic process of pouring a glass of wine or grabbing a bowl of popcorn was learning how to feel. And I know you guys all get sick of hearing me see this, say this, but listen, this was the skill that I developed first. I had to learn how to be uncomfortable. I had to learn how to feel those negative emotions and process them fully instead of reacting to them or trying to get rid of them, which is probably what I did more often. Okay. And for me, this looked like breathing and processing and feeling instead of yelling at my husband or slamming a door or leaving the house or pouring a glass of wine, okay? This looked like having an urge to drink and breathing and allowing and processing instead of drinking. And this looked like going to a party and standing there not drinking and feeling awkward and processing that feeling. And going on vacation and not ordering wine at dinner and feeling the doubt and the confusion while I was making that decision before I went. Allowing and processing those feelings. I practiced feeling uncomfortable every chance I could get. That was my number one goal. I searched out opportunities to feel uncomfortable on purpose. Really pay attention to me on that. I really feel like that practice, that repetition of choosing to feel discomfort on purpose is why I made this a permanent solution in my life. This is why I haven't gone back to drinking and overeating. Okay, I was committed to allowing and processing all those feelings that in the past I couldn't tolerate. And that was the ticket to me making those changes permanent. Because when I did that, I interrupted the automatic response process that had been on for 20 plus years, you guys. That is what interrupted my automatic brain, okay? In the past, before I learned that skill, I would just feel an urge to drink and then I would drink. If I felt angry, I would yell. If I felt frustrated, I might ruffle some papers around or stomp around the house or slam some cabinets, right? But this is how you make permanent changes. You have to do things over and over again to reprogram your brain that no, this is what we do when we feel this way now, not the automatic things. Just like I had trained my brain for 20 plus years that when I felt anxious, I'd drink. I taught my brain to sing alcohol when I felt anxious. I wasn't born that way. It was an automatic process that I created by repetition, I learned it by doing it over and over again, and then it became just what I do, right? When people say, oh, I think it's just a habit, well, it's because you've trained your brain to take that action over and over and over again until it becomes automatic, and you don't think about it anymore, right? It's just like learning how to ride a break. You try, you try, you try, and then you figure it out, and then it gets filed into the back of your brain, and then you don't have to think about it anymore. You just do it, right? It's the same process. We do the same things over and over again in response to our feelings. You do it so much that it becomes automatic. It's just what you do. Well, (laughs) my badass, beautiful, smart, capable, and amazingly talented friends, the good news is that you can untrain these automatic responses you take from your feelings. Okay? And you do it first by processing and feeling without reacting, and then eventually you'll do things differently, automatically. You guys following me around? <laughs> so like for the for me, when I get frustrated, the first thing I do now is I breathe and process and I allow and feel frustration. Okay, And then I might go for a walk or I might journal or I might get some coaching. All of those things are actions. All of these actions are fueled by my frustration, but they are different than the actions that I took before. Now these actions actually help me. They don't hurt me. So you can feel frustrated and not yell or drink or rage text or scroll or eat. You can feel frustrated and process that feeling and retrain your brain to do other things that will help you, not hurt you. And I'm just using this one emotion, frustration, as an example. So talking or taking a walk actually helps process your emotions too. Emotions are supposed to move you in motion, right? Emotion. They flow through your body. Remember what an emotion is. It's a cascade of chemicals that happens when your brain has a thought. Your brain has a thought and then it generates a feeling and that releases a chemical response in your body. That's the feeling that you get, that vibration in your body, right? So it feels like, you know, what anger feels like or frustration or hate, right? Or love or joy. You can identify that by how you feel. So that is just a cascade of chemicals releasing into your body after you have a thought. An emotion is is just like if you look at the word emotion, right? It's a flow. There's movement. There's motion happening there. They flow through your body. So moving around and letting them flow through you actually helps you to process them. Journaling also lets those feelings have some space and movement. Writing out your thoughts is very cathartic. It moves the thoughts out of your brain right from your brain, down through your neck, through your chest, down through your arm, onto the paper. It's letting those thoughts and feelings have some space and movement, okay? It's allowing that space for you to process and feel, okay? And then you can take some action. You can talk to a coach. You can talk to your therapist. We'll help you see how those thoughts that created your feelings in the first place, all right? And when you do these types of things, instead of the automatic response that you have now, which might be drinking, avoiding, yelling, hiding, scrolling, eating, then you actually have an opportunity to solve the problem in which you got frustrated about in the first place. So repeat, repeat, repeat. The more times you can process and feel instead of react, the more you are retraining your brain that you are doing it differently. And remember, human behavior 101, (laughs) I talk about this all the time, is the motivational triad. Your brain wants to be efficient. It doesn't want to have to think about every little thing and make conscious decisions all the time. That's exhausting. Okay? So the more you do this, the more you allow and feel, the more efficient your brain will become at it. And eventually it will get filed to the back of the brain, the automatic process of your brain, and it will become just what you do. That's how I am now with my feelings. This is exactly what you want. (laughs) This is the goal. But you have to be willing to go through that retraining process first. And that means being a little uncomfortable, right? But like I always say, you're ready. You're already uncomfortable. You're already there. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, right? You're looking for ways to change things because you're uncomfortable with how much you're drinking or eating or both. (laughs) So choose to be uncomfortable on purpose and feel and process instead of react. Okay, now I got to tell you again, this is exactly what I'm going to be teaching you and guiding you through through the five week feel better now course and program. You don't have to do this blind and alone. I'm going to give you all of the materials and all the structure of how to do this step by step in those five weeks and you're gonna have me there right by your side, coaching you and supporting you as you learn the skill. All right, so the second part of reprogramming your brain is changing the way you think, okay? Literally reprogramming the thoughts in your head. Think about your brain like a computer system, okay? So just like letting your feelings drive your actions automatically, it's gonna keep you where you are. The thoughts you are having are either moving you forward or keeping you stuck. The same thoughts you've had about other people, or how your spouse should show up in your relationship, or how your employer should treat you, or what you think about alcohol, or what you think about yourself, all of those thoughts have created results in your life. I'm going to use this one example here. I love wine. I just love wine. (laughs) When people have this thought, it creates a result of overdrinking. Okay, People that don't overdrink don't talk like that. They don't fantasize about it. They don't spend a lot of time thinking about what kind of wine to pair with which food and which restaurants have the best wine selection or if their friend's house will have a good enough wine when they visit. (laughs) Your love of wine is creating a result of you overdrinking. We have to examine your thoughts and change them if you want to make permanent changes or improvements in any area of your life. And the first step is getting aware of your thoughts in any area that you'd like to change and see how those thoughts have created a result that you currently have. Sometimes, well, often <laughs> times, it takes a coach to show you this. It's really hard to see ourselves sometimes because we believe our own stories as facts, but they aren't. They're just thoughts. You, Like I've talked to so many of you that would be like, I just love wine. That's just who I am. That is a thought that you are having. It's a belief that you have about yourself that is creating a result of you being somebody that overdrinks. Okay? So you want to uncover a thought that is holding you back, just like this wine example. I just love the taste of wine. And you want to intentionally start to think a different thought. Like, I enjoy wine occasionally. Or I enjoy wine sometimes. Or I like feeling clear-headed in the morning more than wine. And you practice thinking that new thought more than you think the old thought. Repetition, repetition, repetition. You write it out over and over again. And you think it intentionally. You don't allow those other thoughts to come into your brain. Okay? So eventually, after practice and repeating this, eventually when somebody asks you, what do you think about wine? You say, yeah, I enjoy wine occasionally. Instead of, OMG, wine is my thing. Do you see the difference? Let's compare someone who was asked the same questions. All right, I'm going to give you two different thought patterns. So the question is, what are your thoughts about wine? First response, oh my God, I love wine. I got married in a winery. That's how much I love it. It's my hobby. I'm really good at pairing food with it. My favorite right now is this red blend from California. It's powerful, but not too overbearing. It's actually pretty smooth and rich and fruity with some oak. It's just perfect. Versus... Yeah, I enjoy a glass of wine every now and then you. (laughs) The person who has a simple thought about it, I guarantee you drinks less. (laughs) Right? You want to start retraining your brain to think like somebody who doesn't overdrink. You guys following me here? (laughs) So to wrap, to make these changes and to reprogram your brain, and if you want to make it permanent, You first need to feel and process and retrain your brain that you pause, breathe, and allow before you act. And then you choose new actions like journaling or walking or getting coaching that will help you, yourself and your goals, and do this over and over again until it becomes your automatic new process, okay? The second part is changing your thoughts by repeating, practicing over and over again, saying them out loud, journaling them, living them. And listen, I'm an expert at both, and it's exactly what we're doing in that Feel Better Now online program. So you better get on over there and sign up. The link to register for the class or the course is in the show notes, and the registration is going to close down at the end of September. So we can get everyone onboarded and all the materials sent before the course starts on October 4th. This is your chance to get in with me at a very low-cost point and to apply some of the very basic foundational teachings of what I teach, and we start with our feelings. All right, my friends, I love you all so much. Oh, hey, on Friday, I am hosting a coffee chat. It's called Coffee Time with Angela at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. You have to RSVP. There's only room for 100 attendees on a Zoom link. So if you're interested in joining me for coffee on Friday where you can ask me any question, anything goes from relationships to over drinking to losing weight to you know, questions about my family, whatever, personal stuff. I'm open for it all. The link to register for the coffee chat with me on Friday, this coming Friday, is in the show notes. So get on over there and sign up. You have to RSVP to join me. And I'm looking forward to having coffee with you on Friday. It'll be great. All right, you guys, talk to you soon. Bye.